0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show.
1: Yes, yes,
0: y'all! From the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, hello, Facebook. I don't know why I always shout out Facebook. I just feel like they're more
1: no 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 uh, they're they're actually not
0: more dedicated like it takes more dedication to go to
1: texasfootball.com and watch the show yeah it just kind of pops up for Facebook users yeah it does here we are yeah Anyway, kind of
0: hi, Facebook. I think it's because they can comment, and I know the power of the comments. Ah, that's a good point. And, like, they could just, like, ruin me <laughs>
1: in the comments. So if you don't shout them out. Hi, Facebook. Please
0: be kind. Um, or you'll see us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to in the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local Mediocre Internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making a sound good, celebrating her 36th birthday today, Leanne Rhymes. Sure. Happy birthday, Leanne. Why not? And sitting to my right, the Marky Mark to my Funky Bunch. Our West African prince, <laughs> Ishmael Johnson. How is that the you? first time you've ever been uh, ever been compared to Mark Wahlberg? Yes. <laughs> Won't be the last, I, man. Welcome to the show. <laughs> going be. I'm, I'm here for it though. Every day, yeah. every day, it's going to be that. Today is Tuesday, August twenty eighth. Also, funky bunk,
1: uh, funky bunch, Marky Mark. Yeah, not funky even, bunch. Not even, yeah, not even so, movie star. Mark no, yeah. So we're talking underwear.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. like Marky Mark. Right. This has gone in a weird direction. It <laughs> didn't take long. Today is Tuesday, August 28th, 2018, 86 days until Thanksgiving, episode 610. 610, Curtis Wilkerson's games played in his last year's Texas Rangers career, 1983 to 1988. On today's show, guys, uh, I crunched a little bit of the the data, the numbers. What is that? I don't know.
2: Someone's drilling
0: there's something like somewhere. A, there's like a... A loud noise that has just echoed through the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football mothership. It's pretty amazing. That's that's normal. And not obnoxious. Kendall
2: Kendall is on the case. She's that's, looking around for it. She doesn't a, know.
0: That's normal and good. Yeah. Anyway, everyone in our office. Everyone, is very confused. So we have right glass now. over here. Yeah. And like every so we can see the rest of our our the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff, and they're all just like what? <laughs> it's, it's like when a, a bird, bird gets into the conference room. It's like oh my gosh. Oh. Um, anyway, I I crunch a little bit of numbers. There's a
2: live bat in the studio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we crunched a little bit of numbers and i'm going to talk about the texas high school football teams with the most to replace not necessarily the returning starter data because you know that but we're talking about the impact of these guys so we're going to talk about that in the back of the show we have a very special guest uh the new head coach well not actually new head coach but the head coach of the austin saints uh, coach taylor stewart this is the school down there in austin that St. Andrews and St. Stephen's uh, actually merged. Mm-hmm. They came together and they decided to to form. Uh, to, they will combine their respective football programs for 2018 and 2019. They play in the SPC. Uh, it's a very interesting story. Excited to talk uh, with Coach Taylor Stewart coming up here at the back half of the show. My God. Can you guys yes. hear that? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. They can hear it. Well, I mean, it depends on how loud they listen to the show, but they should be able to hear it. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh God, jeez.
0: Anyway, um, so yesterday, yesterday after the show, I drove down to Waco, uh, to, to scenic Waco, where the sun is always shining, and Chip and Joanna Gaines are always building something shabby chic. Nice. <laughs> they're always they're always finding some shiplap for you. Anyway, but I was down there to uh, MC a panel for the Texas uh, for Texas Football Days uh, about. Uh, Texas High School football and the impact, and and it was a, a couple just fantastic uh, uh, guests, uh, um, all all the way around. It was a lot of fun. We talked with Coach Ken Purcell, who's my um, my host on uh, on Fox Football Friday. Uh, that was a lot. That was a lot of fun. Um, we also uh, had Cody Carlson, uh, the former Baylor, um, the former Baylor quarterback. Um, we had Chad Conine, who's an author. We had Dr. Jamie Harrison, the deputy UIL director. And all those guys are great. And I want to make sure I mention that they did a great job and it was a lot of fun to talk to them. But uh, I also got to talk with 1981 Dave Campbell's Texas football cover boy, Walter Abercrombie. Nice. And at the end... At the end, like we got through and we we did all the kind of the, the talking points and, and what we wanted to talk about and, and and had a good conversation about where Texas high school football is and where it's going and, and all that fun stuff. And then at the end, I literally said, "I have one last question. It's for Walter Abercrombie and it's for me. <laughs> like I don't actually. If you guys all want to tune out, that's fine. Uh, but I asked him what it was like, uh, what it was like, and how he found out about get, being on the cover of Dave Campbell's Texas Football in 1981. He told a great story about how his mother. Um, he went to his mom and he found out he was on the cover. Um, with Craig James, and um, he found out that he was going uh, uh, he found that out and he goes he went to his mom and he said, "Hey, like can I have some money to go buy this magazine and his mom um, the, the magazine retailed for three seventy five, I believe, at the time. And so, but he was like, "But money was tight. Like, uh, you know, I was a Waco University kid. Like, I, we didn't have a ton of money. But you know, my mom said, okay, here you go. You can go get.'" It. So I, he goes, he gets it. He, there's a big stack of them. He Brings one home. He shows his mom, and his mom gave him like twenty more dollars to go out and buy <laughs> buy a bunch more of them. It was a great story, and it was, cool. it was it was a really cool opportunity to chat with some uh, some Texas high uh, a lot of different. Uh, guys with texas high school football experiences so sure. that was uh that was a lot of fun uh, appreciate fox sports southwest putting that on the texas sports hall of fame for for hosting it and uh, i did not swear not even once. Oh. How about. No, don't say that <laughs> disappointedly. That's the goal. I'm proud of you. Oh, oh. I was, I was, I'm proud of you. I thought you were like, oh, oh. man. Oh, thanks. Oh, buddy. adorable. Thanks. I'm trying. <laughs> you trying did real it. hard. We are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. So, fellas, we are mere hours away from the kickoff of the 2018 Texas high school football season. 5 o'clock on Thursday is when the first games will kick off. There's a trio of six-man games that will kick off then. Uh, The first 11-man games will kick off at 6.30. Actually, it's, like, two really good ones, too. It's, like, Cy Ranch and Katie Cinco Ranch, and then I think it's Fort Bend Travis and Fort Bend Hightower. So, two, like, really good games. Mm -hmm. Normally, there's, like one game out there in West Texas that decides to kick off at 4 o'clock, and with all due respect to those teams, it's usually just, like, only notable because it's the first game. Yeah, These are actually good games. Anyway, but... So I was crunching some numbers today, because that's, you know, that's what I do. That's kind of my thing. Um, and I wanted to, to see which teams... Uh, Have the most to replace And you may be thinking Okay well why don't we just look at the returning starters uh, For each team and that would be good Or why don't you take a look at Lost Letterman Which you can find in Dave Campbell's Texas Football And I encourage you to go look at that But we also Our our partner Jerry Forrest When he comes up with his formula for the computer rankings Which you can see uh, on TexasFootball.com If you're an insider He also has a metric where he measures How many all district players You lost and that is what I want to talk about here, because we can talk about teams that have six starter, you know, only two starters back on one side of the ball, but really the impact is, I think, a little bit uh, different. So there's a number of teams that spring to mind whenever, you, when, like when you take a look at this list. One of them is, and I think that uh, Coach Hugh Sanford would admit to it, it's Abilene Wiley. Abilene Wiley has a lot to replace as far as, uh, as far as impact is concerned uh, you know they all, they they're they're not the team that's going to jump out at you because of how much they um because of how much they lost because they do bring back three starters on both sides of the ball which is not a lot but it's it's you know It's not Not outrageous, right? right? You know, it's not zero starters. But the guys that they lost, I think, are so important. And, you know, they're replacing a a, a quarterback. They're replacing a number of big offensive linemen who are all district, which is really the way that those teams, uh, his teams tend to operate. And more importantly, they jump up. And they jump up. They go to 5A, which is something that I think is is going to be a, a, a big factor. Wall is another one. Wall lost a whole lot of really important players last year, and uh, that that's one of the things that that does get indicated in there. They only bring back one starter offensively, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, problematic. Uh, they're going to need to fight, figure out some things offensively, and and especially you know early in the year uh, they open with Mason, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I believe they open the year uh, with Mason, and this is a team that for Wall we'll find out a lot more about them in in a hurry like mm-hmm. we'll find out you know this is a a, a very very good 2a team wall's a 3a team but this is a very very good 2a team that's going to push them that, that's another team that strikes me as a team that's that's replacing a lot you know but but the other thing that that can be a little bit misleading about this um about this is that um for example on this list of teams that are that have the most to replace um are the katie tigers Katie. Now, you look at the numbers, and you're right. Three starters on offense, two starters on defense. We especially have questions for for Katie in the front seven. uh, Because a lot of the guys that they lost...
1: Um, were really really impactful, you know. And we kind of thought last year was one of those quintessential Katie years. It, yeah. was, it was cut short. Then I kind of we, we had kind of a, mm-hmm. we kind of pictured them making a state title run, mm-hmm. um, and it was cut short because we saw that team. were like, oh, it's senior laden. They're mm-hmm. all talented. That's just one of those vintage Gary Joseph Very, vintage. Teams. Gary,
0: yeah, they end up running into, into um, to Lake Travis in yeah. the semifinal and losing. But uh, they lose Michael Mattis. They lose Connor Galvin. They, they lose a lot of guys who were impactful. Um, but I also feel like we give them a lot more of the benefit of the doubt. Sure. Right? This is a team that, that I think as long as they have that guy on the sideline and Gary Joseph, they're going to have a chance. Yeah. But it is worth mentioning that, that they are a team that, that has a lot uh, to replace. Uh, another team that, you know, we've been kind of going gaga over them because uh, this is a, uh, a team that has such a great story around them uh, is Ennis! Mm-hmm. Ennis! really loses a lot. And, and we're, we're so happy to, to, uh, to, to have Sam Harrell back in, in coaching. We're so happy that he's healthy. Uh, but they lose a ton. Uh, K.D. Davis, Tyson Thompson, uh, you know, Brian Gonzalez even, you know, uh, Kevion Gabriel. There's a lot of guys that they lose that they're going to have to replace this year. I know they're really excited about James Harris. He was an 1,100-yard ru- runner. He's got a lot uh, on his plate this year yeah, to start off. But that's the thing, exactly. He's going to have to carry a heavy load yeah. for them early. And, and so there's a lot of questions from Ennis uh, in the early going. If you're looking for the team that, according to our to this metric, of all district guys uh, that lose a loss or uh, – losing the most all-district all guys. Um, by far, the team, maybe not one you think of, is San Antonio Brennan. Hmm. San Antonio Brennan. Um, now, part of that is that they do lose two really good guys. they lose Jamil Jeter. I uh, went to Oklahoma State, and then they lose Isaiah Paul. But but they lose nine starters on what was a really, really good defense last year. They lose nine starters from there. Um, and, and that's the kind of thing that when you're an all-district guy, you, you have that kind of impact losing losing those guys, that, they don't just grow on trees, and yeah. especially in a, in a place like Northside ISD uh, where it is so... Are they Northside or Northeast? Do you know off the top of your head? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Because I, I, I swear, they, I think it's Northside. Um, you're listening to live coverage of Ishmael Johnson Googling Northside ISD. Um, they are Northside. Thank you. Um, but this is a team that, that had a lot of really good talent and a lot of, like... It was a, another senior laden team that they lose thirty four lettermen from a year ago. Bring and they back get Reagan to start people. off the season, and they get Reagan to start off the season. Uh, other teams that spring to mind: Seminole is on this list. They have a lot of they have a lot of replacement to do. I don't think that's necessarily surprising. We knew that Kent Jackson's squad was going to have some replacements to do. Austin McCallum is on this list as well. Again, that was a super one of the reasons that, in hindsight we probably should have seen McCallum coming was sure. that they were so senior heavy. They had so many great seniors. They bring back just four starters total. And a new on head coach team. coming in too. New head coach. Stratford is another team that has a lot of replacement to do uh, as far as big impact guys. Uh, thrall, uh, Post, um, I think Graham is the same way, but that's another thing that, that I think folks you know in the Graham area are saying, yeah... Uh, this is going to be a team that, especially in the early going, there, there, there may be some growing pains um, for them. Sweetwater is another one out there, out west. So it's a really interesting list, and, and, and for some reason it just caught my eye that, that you know, um, there were a number of teams that, yeah, we can look at these teams at, at, at the pure numbers perspective. But when you dive a little bit deeper and, and look at – because not all, not all returning starters are created equal, sure. right? Um, Let's go back to, to Katie, for mm-hmm. example. Katie only has um, three starters back uh, on the offense, right? Mm-hmm. One of those starters is DeAndre, DeAndre Glass.
1: Glass. <laughs> that's, that's pretty okay. Like, with,
0: bring back, with, yeah, with all due respect to a left guard who, who graduated, who I'm sure was wonderful, mm-hmm. having DeAndre Glass back should count for more than f- having, having back, you know... He, a, can, a, he
1: can maybe... Make something happen as a guard gets his you know gets his feet wet in playing time, or offensive line gets his feet wet in playing time. He can probably make some plays happen when you know, uh, where it's not as much pressure on them exactly. to block for you know, say right. a lesser talented backer, that's less, less experienced back. I yeah, that's say. that's
0: exactly right. And, and and for me, that's why. And and I love the way we do Dave Campbell's Texas football, but I also feel like sometimes that returning starters can be misleading sure. because if you you can have nine starters back on offense. But if it's the wrong nine starters and you're losing maybe your
1: quarterback and your center... Or they were and, a young team and yeah. they are sophomores and yes. they're, just now, they're just now still juniors or exactly. still kind
0: of relatively young. So this was, this was very interesting to me and I, I want to dive into it here uh, as we are just a couple of days away from Texas high school football. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Campbells, Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Campbells And of course, see us at Football. TexasFootball.com, TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, A little bit of news today on that front. If you want to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, we are now starting the transition where the first magazine you will get is the Recruiting Edition, the Recruiting Edition that comes out right after December. You will also be pre-ordered for the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. So, if you sign up today, you'll get two magazines, the 2019 or 2018 recruiting edition, profiling more than 400 prospects around the Lone Star State. You also get the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. But perhaps more eminently, you will get the a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game. Those are up right now on TexasFootball.com if you want to check those out. Uh, you also get uh, Texas Football Today extras. You get a season's worth of Tap and Step. Uh, the Dave Campbell's Text Football Premium Insider. Um, premium Insider is a little bit redundant. Uh, high School Football Podcast, where Step and I nerd out for about an hour. That one's going up today. Um, that one's going up today. Uh, so we are going to do, uh, you will have all of that. Uh, as well as all sorts of other good stuff, we've got some other things in the works that could be for that for insiders that we're going to try to get out there. Try, always trying to make this package a little bit more appealing. The price point, I think, is pretty good. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Nineteen ninety five for an entire year. Two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball dot com, and more importantly, they'll be putting food in Ishmael's tummy, and that is something that Ishmael would really appreciate. He told me before. Th- I would. He told me uh, before the show. So, uh texasfootball.com is where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. So, uh please check that out. Feed my family. Feed his family. We're all your whole family or just feeding your oh, whole just,
1: family? Oh, just just yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm the only provider in my entire family. It's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, you are. You're also the only the only member of your like like you don't have anybody living with you, right? Oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just I making really, sure I'm, that. I'm, I'm I was like, him. man, did I is there something that I
1: missed? <laughs> Um, By the way, yeah, yes. a lot happened between yesterday and yeah, I was going
0: to find out, yeah. <laughs> man, what happened while I was in Waco? Um, so, com is where we become Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Tap and Step will go up today, this afternoon. Um, we'll have that for Insiders as well. Um, there will be a new edition of um, the Republic of Football coming up here pretty soon. Uh, all sorts of good stuff. Matt's, or, uh, Max is efforting to get um, Coach Taylor Stewart on the phone um, from... Austin Saints we're trying to get him on the phone right now Um, but uh, we are tomorrow we will be resuming our weekly conversation with the great Hall of Famer Craig Way he will be on the show tomorrow so make sure you tune in same bat time same bat channel Um, and then Thursday is the first uh, super show We'll have Ooh. the first super show where we'll have our one, we'll go one hour. Uh, we'll have the picks. We'll have free money. Uh, we'll have um, a, a good look at the Texas high school football weekend ahead. Uh, I'm going to try to book a guest, which should be fun. Um, it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, make sure it's, a, and then Friday we will have mailbag Friday. Uh, I will be remote. I'll be in Longview at that point for Texas football days on Fox sports Southwest. Uh, so make sure you check that out. But in any case, um, that is what's going on. Max is look, we're on hold. Okay. We're on... That's, I think that's a first. I don't yeah. know if we've ever been on hold. We're
1: on hold. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Cool. That's uh, that's a thing that's happening. Put the show on hold. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll put the show on hold. We're waiting... Um, yes. So it is. Um, uh, we're going to talk here in, in a moment with Taylor Stewart, the head coach of uh, of the Austin Saints, which is the combined high school team there in in Austin. Austin Saint Stevens and Austin Saint Andrews have combined. So we're excited to talk to Coach Taylor as soon as we get off of uh, get off of hold, which is a new thing for me. Um, I don't really have anything else That's to vent about, about. That's all I've got. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! Are we good, Max? Oh, he's hold on. He's He's, he's pushing. Okay. On the hotline now, we are so we are so pleased to be joined uh, by the head coach of the Austin Saints down there in beautiful Austin, Texas. We're joined uh, by Coach Taylor Stewart. Coach, how are you?
3: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Excellent. How are things in beautiful Austin, Texas?
3: Uh, they're hot, but uh, it, it, like you said, beautiful Austin, Texas. So we can't complain.
0: Uh, I, I want to ask you because you are in a very unique position down there in, in Austin. You are taking over a squad that is uh, kind of the sum of a couple of different teams' parts. Uh, two longtime rivals, Austin St. Andrews and Austin St. Stevens, made the decision uh, to combine their football programs uh, for the next two years. Uh, I'm really interested in what that transition uh, has been like. You were the you were the head coach at St. Andrews. Now you're gonna be the head coach of this combined team. What has that transition been like for you?
3: Uh it's been really very easy. Uh for a little a little backdrop. Um, I started my coaching career at Saint Stephen's as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. So I was there from two thousand and three to two thousand and nine and have a, a great relationship with a number of people in that community and um so the the transition's been very easy for me it's uh, it's been a matter of of getting the kids and the families to, to buy into the concept and they have done that beautifully so this is uh, it's been very very easy.
0: What kind of uh challenges have you faced with this because I, I think that if you took two programs that uh, again have been kind of long-time rivals you guys have gone wanted to go out there and beat the other one um the what kind of challenges have you have you come across that 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 maybe you didn't expect or has it been relatively smooth sailing?
3: It's been very we were saying ultimately when, when we start talking about the kids they, they recognize the uh, the downtrend in participation across the country they recognize in particular the, the downtrend in participation at, at uh, prep schools like ours and so ultimately they just want the experience of, of playing competitive football and willing to do anything was kind of the mentality that they started with and that is, has burgeoned into uh, a beautiful relationship and, and guys that actually genuinely like each other we did a an overnight camp at the beginning of August on St. Stephen's campus since they're a, a boarding and day school. Uh, we were fortunate enough to use their, their dormitories and um, practiced there, ate there, did everything there for a week long, and that was an incredible bonding experience. And those guys came out of it, uh, again, like I said, really genuinely liking one another as opposed to just kind of doing it to, to compete. Uh, and so that, that aspect's been, been great. The most difficult part, in all honesty, is the logistics of two campuses and, um getting equipment and kids to and from and so on and so forth but I feel like we've we've figured out a pretty good system for that and um so far it's been it's been smooth sailing
0: uh, you know, you mentioned the participation rates had have kind of dwindled at both schools. Um, I know that um, uh, St. Stephen's uh, had just uh, 23 varsity football players last year, no sub varsity team. Um, you know, 10 sophomores. Um, I, I'm interested. Ha- have you felt a little bit now that these two teams have come together and the numbers are a little bit better? Have you felt a, a, a lift and a boost in these players' attitudes uh, going forward? Now that there's just literally more of them around.
3: Uh, sure, I and mean, I can't really speak to the the feel of what it was like at what we now refer to as North Campus. Uh, that's that's Saint Stephen's, and uh, we're South Campus uh, here at Saint Andrews. Uh, I, I can't honestly speak to the feel that they've had over the last couple of years. I can, I can talk to to. Our guys, and and the reality of it is, attitude and effort was never a question. Um, I think that they certainly recognize the daunting task of playing with, you know, 25-ish type guys, uh, 10, 12 freshmen at times, uh, recognizing that that means that we're going to be leaning on, you know, 14 or 15 upperclassmen, and I say upperclassmen including sophomores, to do the bulk of the work, uh, playing both ways in a very competitive private school conference here in the uh, Southwest Preparatory Conference, and so. You know, the the attitude and effort was always there, it was just that they recognized that Two and a half quarters into a game, they're going to run out of gas and and so on and so forth. So when we came together in the spring, um, there was definitely a moment when our, the, the south campus kids first stepped onto the practice field and, and the north campus kids just started clapping, hooting and hollering because they recognized we've actually got a chance now to go compete um, as opposed to, to playing Ironman football and in um, less than, than desirable um you know, environment and so on and so forth. So it's just, uh, it- The overall feel has been fantastic. So yes, I can say that there's more of a a pep in the step because they feel like there's an opportunity to compete, though attitude and effort was never an issue, certainly not here with uh, the St. Andrews contingent.
0: We're talking with Taylor Stewart, the head coach of Austin Saints down there in the Austin area here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation hashtag uh, Today, Coach, there's there's another element to this, and that's kind of a schematic element to this. Now all of a sudden you're taking two teams, two teams that were playing 11-man football in in the best way that they could, uh, and now you're taking that same talent and, and combining it into one. Obviously, there's going to be a little bit of difference in in, in what the playbook looks like. Um, has there been uh, how how has the transition gone from uh, from kind of for essentially half of the half of your your players uh, learning a new way of uh, of doing things?
3: Sure, 100 um, percent buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they recognize that um, you know with a little tender loving care um, that that uh, we're going to do everything we can to put them in the best position to succeed. Uh, so the buy-in's been there from day one, um, both on, on offensive and defensive sides of the ball as well as in special teams. And so uh, that that part's been, been really easy. Uh, the spring certainly helped. To, to get these guys initiated but even then uh, as I'm sure most coaches do every off season I kind of go through and tweak things right this worked really well this didn't we change a call here or there so even in that regard some of the the verbiage and and uh, even some of the schemes that we're trying to implement would even have been new to the to the south campus kids so it it's um it's been a no brainer in 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 so many ways because there's more familiarity certainly from from the South Campus uh, guys with the, the systems. They've been great leaders in helping coach up some of those North Campus kids to the point now where we're, we're pretty split as far as who's playing where and how and and so on and so forth. So it's uh, it's been very, very smooth.
0: Uh, you were the – you've been the head coach there at St. Andrews since 2016, entering your third year as the, as the head coach now of, of this combined uh, program. Uh, before that, you were the defensive coordinator for, uh, for the former head coach there of, of – uh, at uh, Saint Andrews, Ty Detmer, who went to become the offensive coordinator at BYU, uh, I'm really interested to, uh, you know, I, I think coaches tend to be kind of uh, a combination of all of the guys that they coach with. Uh, what did you, what did you take from from your six years working uh, with Ty Detmer? How has that helped to make you the coach you are today? Oh,
3: sure. Um, for, for for one, the, the word that you just used, uh, with. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is absolutely accurate with time. Mean, I, I never felt like I worked for him and that was um, incredibly beneficial to our relationship and the way the program ran under his guidance. Uh, I always felt like I had a, a, a mentor and a friend, somebody I could bounce things off of. As far as my coaching style was concerned, I, I think that what I picked, I, I was forced become a better football coach working with him simply because of the west coast concepts that he was so comfortable with from his his years in the nfl and certainly at byu Um, a lot of the 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 passing concepts in particular you know spot dropping uh, country cover three as i call it uh wasn't going to work uh in defending some of the the schemes that he was running so i had to to really evolve into uh, a deeper understanding of of things that we could do on the defensive side of the ball and um, as such it certainly made me a better coach and then from a a human standpoint just his demeanor uh, how we handled the guys and uh, you know typically defensive coordinators tend to be intense people and so on and so forth so I, I maintained that aspect of my personality while he was still here but once I rolled into the, the head coaching role I, I saw that there has to be a completely different approach to how you handle um, you know everybody in the, in the big picture having a, a 10,000 foot view as opposed to a 10 foot view um, and so seeing him and his demeanor and interactions with parents and players and so on and so forth was certainly a, a great model to, to try to implement certainly in my own my own way.
0: We're talking with Taylor Stewart, the head coach of the Austin Saints, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in conversation hashtag TF Today. And coach, finally, you guys open up Friday night uh, under those Friday night lights, heading to New Waverly to take on uh, that squad. Uh, for you, you know, going through what you guys have been through the last couple of years, um, when you guys run out there on the field on Friday night, what do you think that's going to feel like?
3: I think some people feel great. Um, you know, I think that our our guys have had such an incredible again um, spring, summer and now preseason that they are they're just ready to go compete uh, at a high level and our, our first two scrimmages showed that we can do that. Um, and I think it's just going to be one of those, it's going to be the kind of culminating event of, of all this talk uh, and build up since last October when the announcement was initially made, uh, finally coming to fruition in, in uniforms and Friday Night Lights and, and the whole nine. So I, I, I'm imagining that it's going to be a, an incredibly exciting uh, experience and you know, win, lose, or draw. Uh, the, the success that I feel like we've already drawn from just the team-building aspect and, and guys putting aside any kind of uh, childish, if you will, rivalry for something that's a, a much greater good. Certainly for both communities, um, and, and seeing that we can actually work together as opposed to against one another. Um, it's just it, it's been fantastic. So you know, again, I think it's going to be a, a culminating event of of a the dawning of a new era of of football as we may see it occur across the country with with schools that are struggling with participation rates
0: it's an exciting time down there in austin uh, for the austin saints with their head coach taylor stewart uh coach really appreciate your time uh best of luck on friday night and down the road
3: thank you so much i appreciate it greg
0: there he goes taylor stewart head coach austin saints it's an interesting story, and 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 you do. I do wonder, especially at the private school ranks, if you're going to see that more and more. Um, yeah, start consolidating
1: a little mm-hmm, bit more. So, yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, it used to, I mean, you. I mean, you think about. This is not a, a necessarily new situation right. that like we've seen there's a reason that there are programs that are called consolidated you yep. know what I mean like they consolidate schools for one reason or another um, so this is this, this is interesting in uh,
1: Beaumont I believe this year too or, uh-huh. so. yeah it
0: happened in Beaumont they closed they closed, uh, they closed um, Ozen. Uh, Ozan and Central to yeah. combine it into uh, Beaumont bet. United so it's uh, it'll be very interesting we're very excited to, to see what they do in 2018 appreciate uh, coach Taylor Stewart hopping on with us chat a little bit of uh, SPC football and now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment final thoughts
2: Oh man, we got so much to go through here. Brent Holman says he stopped his workout to listen. I'm going to say, as your medical advisor, do not stop your workouts. You know heart what? disease you know what? is a real you know problem what? in Brent, America.
0: Brent, as your secondary medical advisor, allow me to say, good job, keep it up.
1: As I don't. your tertiary <laughs> <laughs> medical advisor. are well, you you medical both. advisory board. Por qué no los dos? <laughs>
2: I hate you both. <laughs> uh, lots of great stuff from uh, from the crowd today. All of my favorite people. Jacob John says, you know who is winning the heat check today? Uh, the sun. You get it?
1: <laughs> I almost walked out the studio.
2: My man. There? My man. Anyway. Anything uh, else? Or is that an ender? No, no, no. no. <laughs> There's lots of good stuff here. Uh you know, uh, Jacob, he is, you know, for all of his great jokes, and there are many of them, uh, he said, uh, he's our San Antonio guy. He said, good uh, San Antonio battles to watch on Friday. O'Connor versus Steele. Oh, yeah. Bernie Champion versus Stevens. Brennan versus Reagan. And uh, Brandeis versus Johnson. We, Those are all good. We games.
0: may yeah. or may not hypothetically, in a in, yeah. a, in a future the hypothetical world, have talked about Steele and O'Connor on TEP and stuff this week. Oh, so. maybe. it's oh, called a tease. If
2: you, if you are a premium subscriber, you do not want to miss that. Todd Gleaton says, is Tepper going to make his cringeworthy comedy during Friday Night Highlights this year?
1: Yeah, uh, come, come on! Dude. Come on! Is it I'm even on a question? The show. Why is he on TV if he's not doing that? Yeah. I'm on the show. Of course I am.
2: Yeah. Is it even a question? <laughs> that's the whole point. Would the show be the same without it?
0: I'm, I made a long time. I made a vow a long time ago that I was going to do a show that entertained me. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you guys like it, that seems like you're. Yeah, you know, if you that's keep that's tuning idea. in,
2: that's your problem. Yeah. That's, I that's your guess. problem. And I guess. You're, you know, y'all are here anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jacob John also said Brandeis uh, could and should step into Brennan's place this year. Since I think Brandeis is going to be really good,
0: and and I think that they've got a chance to. To, to, to be, you know, in the San Antonio area, not to ruin something that we talked about on Step and te- a tep and Step, rather. Yeah. Uh, but his name should go first, actually. So. Oh, I totally agree. But uh, I already made the hashtag. So it's done. <laughs> um, the other thing is, is that San Antonio, it seems like is a lot more up in the air and up for grabs this year. Cause like Judson's got some replacing to do. Steel's got some replacing to do. Like O'Connor looks pretty good, but you know, they They're, they're going to be some, some pieces they have. And so it's, if you're looking for a team that that is going to step up and be that team in the San Antonio area, there's really no reason it couldn't be a team like Brandeis uh, to come up and, and become that team that that kind of carries the flag of San Antonio deep into the playoffs. So, yeah.
2: Corey Hogue says he'll uh, he thinks he'll be at Holiday versus Iowa Park on Friday night. That should be a good one at Iowa Park. Uh, yeah, should oh. be
0: fun. Max, do you have any thoughts on the Iowa Park uh, facilities?
2: Uh, they are super awesome. They are out, out of control. I love nice. the <laughs> Iowa Park Stadium. It is. Awesome, awesome, awesome! Jacob John says he'll be at Midland Lee versus Smithson Valley. Can't go wrong there. Yeah,
0: that's 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 a super underrated game. That's, yeah. that's really that's for all the for all the talk about Katie Northshore, for all the talk about uh, Longview Lufkin, um, Smithson Valley, Midland Lee. I think has a chance to be a real banger. Yeah.
2: Shout out to Matt McSpadden, Tony Tony Blaylock, Ruben Rios, John Velo, Ricky Galindo Jr., Russell Wilburn, Junior Reyes, John Velo, Bob McSpadden, Sean Burnett, Kevin Haley, Terry Cruz Jr., Hayes, and. Shirts on the way, says Brent Homan. I'm, I'm looking forward to couple that. A couple ammo. Yeah. Uh, okay, ahead. look. Jeremy is my heat check guy, Jeremy Garza. He says, uh, have y'all in the background while working on film for the new job. Oh. Oh, well, thank you. So he's working. That's, that's very nice of you to See? have us on in the background. it can happen. You have like to listen
0: to every word we true. say. That's true. You
2: can have us on in the background, but do not stop your workout for us <laughs> under any circumstances. Or
0: even. Counterpoint do
2: i don't think so and finally to close things out tony blaylock says he'll be at brian's allen academy for their kickoff oh. classic this weekend six six man games between mm-hmm. private schools over three days most interesting game second game on friday between new Braunfels christian and dallas lutheran all right, there you well, have I'm excited it.
0: Excited about a lot of private school talks. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Ish, and thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow. Wednesdays with Way are back on Texas Football today.